0: Listen to from I'm listening to hair round from here on, I'm listening to hair round, there wrong, I'm listening, to hair round, from here around, I'm listening, hair round, birds of a Hello, hello, and thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host Corey Robertson, alongside our soundman extraordinaire Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And we've returned to the studio for episode 432. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, sir, yes, sir, So what should we get into this week?
1: Uh, this week I've just <laughs> still been um playing um Disgaea, and um I did get to see uh, uh the latest episode of Solo Leveling, but that's pretty nice. much it. I've just been gaming most of the weekend.
0: Uh, oh, so you're coming up to episode seven? I want to say yeah. Nice. i think it's episode six or episode yeah six? somewhere around there okay so yeah it's getting there it's getting there's gonna be a normal uh anime season right like 12 13 episodes
1: yeah it's just gonna be this season's only 12 episodes so they're pretty much getting nowhere <laughs> <laughs> was to, you know it's
0: funny i was just thinking that i was like you know some of these mangas be having so much packed into them it really like how do they be just how do they decide what to cut what to keep you know what I mean? Like, is it purely aesthetic? They usually do a faithful adaptation because
1: the animes only ex- the, the animes only exist to promote the manga or the light novel or the mm-hmm. video game that inspired the source material. Mm-hmm. So nine times out of ten, it's just directly adapted from the manga, and usually, only thing that's missing is either like pacing or like censorship. It's usually because because the the source material already already exists. It's usually just a one for one adaptation.
0: Okay, so you're saying that that most of these... So do you think that they write the mangas with that in mind? So that, you know, that stuff is, like, available?
1: Uh, Probably not. I mean, that would depend on the manga author, right? Because the odds of your manga getting picked up to anime serialization... You know what like I mean? You, the, you can the, look at the anime numbers and look at the manga creator numbers. It's like going pro? Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah so mean. it's one of those things where, like, sure, you could design your manga for that, or you could just write a good manga yeah. and hope it gets serialized. <laughs>
0: yeah. And that's prob- the latter is probably what they do. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. But yeah and gosh, also,
1: so. a lot of what's been getting adapted hasn't really been manga. A lot of it's been, um, like, light novels. Light novels, yeah. There's that's been a been ton hearing. of light novel adaptations, more so than, like, straight mangas. Yeah, so I know. Then that's more likely to cut stuff, but then I wouldn't know because I've never read a light novel.
0: Oh, okay. It, I, I've never particularly read a light novel myself either because they very rarely get translated into English. Yeah. But um what's the difference? Like what is the main like uh, structural difference between a light novel and a manga? Is it just length? Uh nah, a
1: light novel is a novel with like three or four illustrations gotcha. in it whereas the novel is like the graphic novel, whereas the manga is the graphic oh, novel. Oh, so A light the- novel is just, it's pretty much just a regular novel, except usually there will be like key art pieces for certain things in the
0: story. Gotcha. But okay. It- yeah, that's, the, and, and I can imagine in a light novel, there's probably a lot more leeway to animate because it's not visual. It's not as visual as a manga where it's like, you know, people have a good idea what to expect visually from manga scenes, because they're being consumed that way. A light novel, I guess, gives you a little bit more room to animate with creativity.
1: Yeah, and also the story structure is... Um, the light novel story... Like, mm-hmm. anime stru- manga structure is like pretty good for serialization based on mm-hmm. just how it's broken down, but light novel is not so. So you'll, right. you'll usually find stuff missing more often in a, light no- in a light novel adaptation than you would an anime adaptation, because... Sometimes there's, like, restructuring of the information being given just for the, um, just for the progression of the different medium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes there's, like, stuff like that. So that's when you'll typically get, like, stuff that are, like, missing. That's when you typically get, like, people in the, in the episode threads be complaining. Or you'll have someone there who has experience with it will, like, usually make a thread about what's missing from the, from the adaptation.
0: Uh, yeah. It, that's that. That's interesting. Um. Um. Insight into that because there. That's that's a whole thing, man. Like the the adaptation of of manga into anime. It it for the neo fight. It seems kind of opaque. It's hard to tell like what's going on. But yeah, that's 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 a good insight into in into that because I know a lot more people are being ever since like a, I think Attack on Titan for the West was really uh a, a popularizer of you know what i mean western consumption of anime like at large like that yeah ten um, content was huge yeah and and that that really did set it set a lot of people's eyes on on that and so now they're becoming more familiar with like oh i want to get into the manga now and it's like oh this seems really different and really it's not it's just that you consume the anime first which is actually the second produced medium you know what i mean
1: yeah I mean, for me, there's really, like, there's only a handful of animes that are like so much that I went on to read the manga. Mm. There's only a handful, but, like, usually it, it is very, very disappointing that you get to, like, a certain point in the story, but... And then it's just gone forever, usually, or you don't get the second sec or the second half of the season or the second season until like two, three years later. Ugh, sometimes like delay. four or five, like in the case of um uh uh, uh, uh the the Magician's Bride, mm, like know? that first came out in like 2014, and wow. season two came out in like 2022. So wow, sometimes it's got huge gaps like that. But usually, if it's a more popular manga or something like that, then you'll usually get the adaptations right away.
0: Yeah, and and hopefully if you can keep yourself relevant, something like that where you might, you know, Magician's Bride might not, they might not have read it as Landing at that time, but if you just wait a while, the the scene might, you know, kind of develop into that uh, style of anime being popular, and it gives you a window to kind of get back in. So I could see why they might put something off to try to garner a larger crowd maybe. But yeah.
1: Yeah. The anime is uh, kinda sucked uh, though. <laughs> the anime world is very tumultuous, so there's all kinds of reasons for shit not getting adapted.
0: Sometimes the yakuza comes knocking and they're like, yo, <laughs> shut it down. Sometimes the competition is stiff as fuck, bro. Yeah. I can I can only imagine it's funny because like, you know, Japanese culture is so different than Western culture every time like something happens behind the scenes in the video game industry or in the anime slash manga industry it it, it's way different than how it goes down in in western countries like the kind of stuff that they have to deal with is there's there's an analogs but it's its own thing man the difficulties that pop up just because of japanese culture and society
1: yeah it's a it's a pretty interesting thing man it's it's pretty whack i I mean, at this point in my life, I, I really hate, like, fake hierarchies. Mm. <laughs> and in, in 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 Japan, like, the hierarchy is pretty heavily enforced. Oh, yeah. So it's like— I, Stuff like that I'd, I'd have a really hard time with because I'm just like, yeah, I, I get it. I it's understand respecting wild. one's elders and shit like that. But the kind of deference that you need to be showing some— Or at least from my understanding, that's not— Not everybody's like that, but some early, old people are— the, are v- the worst super part is, is that the
0: people who are like that are the kind of old people who will abuse it yeah it's like all the old people mm-hmm. who like you would want to show deference to don't require it but the ones who require it are the ones who are going to treat you in ways that are like i don't want to show you deference fuck off pretty much you know what i mean and you know i was super 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 surprised like when i learned uh about asian cultures and that like in terms of let's say conservative leanings Japan is actually considered the progressive country, which I would absolutely not have pegged it as. (sighs) Then China is more conservative than Japan. And Korea is the most conservative of the three. I was like, I would have never in a million years guessed that that was the conservative hierarchy based on their own uh, rankings. Like, uh, I was very surprised. But yeah, and and all of them are... And it's funny because we talk about conservatism in America and I talk about how it's going to kill us all. All those... yo. They are on a whole other level of conservatism, you know yeah, what I mean like definitely. it's it's a conservativism, and so it, it's, it's it's really interesting to learn because I was a huge Japanophile, and I still am. I, I would say I, I definitely enjoy the the culture and lore of Japanese history, but boy, oh boy, did I realize like, oh I wouldn't I, can, I don't think I'd survive in this. I wouldn't survive in this.
1: In there were this. cultures wild, bro,
0: wild. Because- there's so little opportunity for the meritocracy to kick in you're judged so heavily on site that it's not possible for a meritocracy to exist you know what i mean like it's crazy um but yeah uh that was that i thought that that was uh really interesting learning and how that translates into the difficulties of just hey i have this great product but you haven't Proving yourself And it's like Wait what? (laughs) The product should prove itself What do you mean I haven't proven myself Like now you haven't Gone through the rigors There's people in line Who need to get Published before you But like My shit is hot
1: though When I went to get My shit published I had to jump through 15 hoops So guess what If you want to get Your shit published Nigga you gotta jump Through 16 hoops Never
0: understood That mentality whatsoever And I see it in parents I see it in gatekeepers Like Anybody who has struggled to get where they have wants to see other people struggle to get where they are. And it's like, why? Why? Because there's no progress that way. If everyone's struggling just to get to the point where you're all at, no one's going to be able to make progress. Elevate the younger generation so they can progress past what you did. I don't know, man. It just it blows my mind in the big old year I mean, of our Lord. Some people just don't
1: want that, you know. You you literally just describe the problem. You just described a bunch of people getting better than that person. You know what I
0: mean? Uh, exactly. And they see that as a problem, and that's crazy. You know what I mean? Like such a anti-conservative, it's an anti-progressive, extremely conservative mindset to have.
1: Yeah, I mean, people are nothing if not their own worst debt, mm-hmm. worst enemies, and biggest yeah. obstacles. Yep, <laughs>
0: that is that is facts. Uh but yeah, that's what's up. And speaking of um of, of anime, I finished up uh a Japanese style animation, uh Blue-eyed Samurai. Nice. Finished very strong. I definitely will say that that it stuck the lang- landing. Um it's set up for its um second season well. Um I I would probably say a solid 7. Nice. Super solid 7. Um and it's the first animation I've seen produced by a woman, I believe, written and produced by a woman, I want to say. Um, don't quote me, but I'm I don't remember her name off the top of my head. It's just been so long since I actually watched the intro scene. But um, yeah, it's you can tell the quality and, and the qualia, if you understand what that term means, like just the, the writing itself is different altogether. It's very very interesting. You know what I mean? I think it really exemplifies uh some a thought that I've had before is uh which is I don't think I have received very many Japanese stories whether they're video games or animes that were written and and directed by women. Now Xenogears I believe the other half of the of the writing and directing team was was the uh lead writer's wife and so that had a and that had its own distinct timber to the way that the uh characters that she wrote were presented um characters like ellie uh characters like miang um just really uniquely written and i do believe that you know just do the different life experiences based on gender lead people to write differently? the same way like men Definitely. write differently because of their life experiences? Being a woman provides her a whole new unique set of experiences that aren't experienced by men to give influence to her writing. And it's and I think it's positive. it it was I thought it was great then. And this just being like the second major story that I've uh, uh, Japanese story that I've seen written by a woman was pretty pretty well done. Pretty well done. I cannot complain. Um one thing I don't like to see is um if you want to write unique characters and do all that stuff, don't for me at least. Don't gender bend shitty tropes from males. You know what I mean? Like don't rewrite a typically male trope as a woman and then try to pass that off as like a new kind of thing. That that I don't think is original. which is um i think it's funny because on on so many of the the female roles that were presented in the um in blue-eyed samurai i think all of them but one of them i think were were interestingly written um just like really well uh fleshed out uh with interesting arcs and very relatable and and poignant um, uh, uh, writing features, but uh, you could also tell like th- the writing of men was very one note, and it made me really really think like holy shit is this how men have been writing women this whole time? You know who's also you know what also also <laughs>
1: like, uh, written by a woman? Uh, Demon Slayer. Is it? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, well then the this could not be the first one. And, you know, that's interesting because I don't get the same vibes from Demon Slayer. Like, Demon Slayer feels like it's written in very in the very traditional male-centric um view. But I will say that... Kanjiro... Is that the main character's name? Tanjiro. Tanjiro. Tanjiro's empathy is a lot higher. And <clears throat> it's... So... Look, you can look at a character like Yuji it- Itadori, who is a character who, is, who gains all his powers from wanting to fight on behalf of other people. And that is typically uh, interpreted as, oh, he's such an empathetic, like he feels so much for people. And really, that's, that's not really empathetic, it's paternalistic
1: yeah and also yuji does it more as a
0: like a duty bound thing. yeah exactly it's and that's out of like how a sense of duty whereas tanjiro actually just, is a he's deeply empathetic best boy bro yeah, yeah he's deeply empathetic tanjiro really the only nigga guy. that'll cut
1: your head off and be like damn you had a rough life bro You
0: know what i mean <laughs> he actually empathizes with the people he's killing dead ass that's what i'm getting at right there that was a perfect had a rough example. life bro you know what i mean as a perfect example of what i was getting at and so yeah it's you know and and now it's now it makes perfect sense to me that you would say that she that that's also created by a female creator because it's a different it's not the type of empathy that you typically see depicted by male manga uh uh, uh or anime producers, you know what i mean yeah um and so yeah that's I think that's super dope that's super dope they did that she did that really really well um in blue eyed samurai as uh who is separate from that, but just as another example of it uh she you know the characters and I don't want to ruin it cuz I think that at some point if you have a lull in in media it's a worthwhile watch and it's not too bad it's it's 845 minute episodes so it's got a little bit you know it's got stuff in there but not so much that you'll feel daunted you know what i mean and so yeah it's a great arc as i said it 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 and it did what i prefer uh to do uh, that a um production does when if there's going to be a cliffhanger And that its cliffhanger has nothing... Well, not nothing. The cliffhanger doesn't hinge on the original arc. Like, the original arc was completed, technically. You know what I mean? Because she has a general vendetta, or or the main character has a general vendetta that they're trying to commit, but they were focused on this one character, and they completed that part of the vendetta with that one character. So now there's more to be had later, but I feel satisfied that the character that they focused on did have his, his whole arc. You know what I mean? Or yeah. this part of his arc completed. So I, I thought that was really well done. I think that that's super, super, super important to require from from these creators that they don't they don't make it too uh, manipulative. Like I don't want a manipulative cliffhanger. You know what I mean? I want a natural cliffhanger. You know that 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 I think is is very distinct in how some some creators do it. And I think that she landed it on um, Blue eyed Samurai for sure. <clears throat> Um other than that uh really great animations, very brutal. Like I got to give it to them. Like they created they 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 did great care in providing you know a few uh episodes that were very artistically uh oriented in their storytelling. They had a couple of of episodes that were action oriented in their storytelling. They had a couple of of uh episodes that you could almost consider even slice of life-ish you know what i mean and not yeah, for nothing i mean, no fucks with that i you know what i really appreciate about how they did it they saved this life of life till the end so i really fucking cared about it there was so much build-up before they even entered into that little bit of slice of life um section that they had i think it was actually one episode um in which she was doing a, a flashback. And even that was told in a interesting way because it was, throughout the flashback, it would flash to the present and come back to the present while she was in an action scene. So you didn't get a coherent action scene out of the episode, but it kept you going. That's the
1: anime style, bro. They always so good. break up the uh, the big fights to, tell, to, to let you know why it's important, why you should care when this nigga dies at the end of this flashback.
0: Oh, yeah, because this was actually, yeah, because this was the fight in the lead up to the nigga that this story was getting you to care about her killing. But um, it was really well done because you didn't you didn't mind flashing away from the fight because she was fighting just a horde of of ninjas. So it was cool to watch, but you weren't so invested that you're like, no, 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 no. I want to see the (laughs) remainder of the fight. It's like, no, 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 that's cool. That was a nice little. Now, what were we talking about again? You know, what I mean, it was a it was a very good tangent. The episode was was dotted with fun tangents back to the present because the story that they were telling, I don't know, they built up the main the the, the the real power in doing it is that I cared so much about the main character that by the time they were giving me her backstory, I wasn't asking for it, but I was enjoying it. like it, it was just really well done. That's what I'm saying, like super solid seven, you know what I mean? like not even a soft seven. And the only reason why um the only things that I personally didn't like about it i wouldn't even say that our objective like flaws and what they did was i there were certain characters characterizations that i that i thought were kind of phoned in um and then <clears throat> it's not my preferred anime style you know what i mean in terms of art art direction yeah um it
1: definitely has a pretty unique look to it
0: yeah you know i think i'm being a little bit hard on it because really it's probably a soft eight like a like it it probably breaks into eight status it's really good. You know what I mean? Like I I find myself having to look for critique more often than not. More often than not if you just meet the episode where it's at, you're going to be very happy with what to, with, with what it gives you. You know what I mean? Um it's also something I noticed is is like when women write these protagonists, man, they they take damage. <laughs> they take damage, bro. Like, even, and it's funny that you mentioned Tanjiro, because, yo, Tanjiro will be taking damage sometimes. Yeah, he does. You know what I mean? Like, these these female written protagonists end up being, like, and, and I think it's because of the perspective that they never, nothing ever comes easy for women in, in society. Nothing ever does. Even on when it looks like it from the outside, it's only because we are unfamiliar with her struggle. You know what I mean? Like, but you could look, there's several very public images of men who got what they have very easy, whether it's the emperor of Japan, who was just born into it, <laughs> who didn't have to do anything to get his seat, or someone like Donald Trump in America, who's been gifted every single fucking thing in his life. Like it, It's so easy to point out men who who didn't struggle to where they got, and where they got was very high, Whereas I cannot really particularly point to them. because even when a woman is like, let's say like the the analog to 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 my American example, let's look at Melania Trump. She's not somebody who has like a work history. You know what I mean? Like her work history is like modeling. But even in having a mostly catered to life after you know she got with Donald Trump, it still wasn't easy because she has to deal with Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump don't have to deal with nobody like him. You see what I'm saying? Like it's never just a gimme if you're not part of the privileged sect of society and so I can understand why these these heroes that these it doesn't connect to women when the hero doesn't get beat up because it's like it's just so unrealistic that these people are in a combat oriented situation but yet they always prevail. You know what I mean? Like it's a very shonen thing to do, to be a Saitama. Like, a Saitama probably isn't very relatable. He might be likable because of his like his lack of ego, but he, I don't think he's relatable to maybe a female audience. You know what yeah. I mean? But shonen main characters be getting
1: fucked up, though. That's that's like a rite of passage for most shounen main characters.
0: True. True. Um, I think that society is actually... In, in that way, uh, art is absolutely dra- dra- dramatizing. Uh, uh, society, because in society you don't need to take nearly them kind of licks to get ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Feel me? You d- life life can leave you beaten up, but doesn't always leave you beaten up like that. And in, in shonen's, yeah, you're gonna have one. You're gonna catch at least one. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, Saitama like is the only one who has dodged the one, and even he, his origin story is where he got it.
1: And the only reason why he does is because of the specific. Tone of this yeah, anime. Yeah. The, the, His the, the anime tro- specifically <laughs> making fun of the fact that you know say these motherfuckers be getting beat up and just brushing it off like
0: it ain't shit, like it ain't nothing.
1: Zenzu Bean, what's that? Zenzu Bean,
0: bro, yeah. And a nasty ass, crunchy ass bean, bro. <laughs> bro, boil them sensu beans before you hand me one of them motherfuckers next time, all right? You got energy. nigga, you can manipulate energy and you can't warm up that sensu bean?
1: Nah, bro. <laughs> it'll be just like in um it'll be just like in One Punch Man, like when they gave fucking Speedo Sound Sonic the
0: the monster yeah, shit yeah, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. he cooked it
1: and then it didn't work because he cooked it you feel me you gotta eat that shit raw
0: bro it's like nope you there there is no easing this this bitter pill nope you take it the way it comes yep.
1: you killed everything that would have turned you into a monster by boiling it
0: yeah it was just it's never meant for speed super sound of sonic super speed <laughs> Wait, what's his name speed uh,
1: sound of uh speed, uh, speed super of sonic? sound
0: sonic speed of sound sonic <laughs> It's a ridiculous name.
1: Yeah, most of their names are puns, and they're intentionally that ridiculous to make fun of superhero names.
0: Oh, like yeah. flashy
1: fa- flash, flashy flash, and, or um, Ami Mask Puri Puri? when Ami is just uh, sweet in Japanese, so his name is literally like sweet sweet mask.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I I really do think that One Punch Man is a great great production. I enjoyed that one a lot. Um, yeah,
1: one is a great writer.
0: He, he's yeah. really good. Both both
1: One Punch Man and um. And uh, Mob Psycho are, are are really really
0: good like deconstruction. That's right. He does look like bizarre. Mob. He does right? look like a grown up Mob when he in the <laughs> very 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 beginning Saitama. But when he had his hair, he looks like a grown up Mob. Is that like a, supposed to be like a stereotypical um, haircut? that, like, doofuses get or, like, people who aren't respected in society?
1: I mean, it's a bowl cut that a lot of Japanese people have. All that extra stuff. I don't know. I can't speak to the extra stuff.
0: Well, I don't know the bowl cut. I don't know if the bowl cut is common anymore. They don't do that no more.
1: <laughs> but Bob is a character and his his anime mm. is very, very old, so oh, we can't really use that as a, as a measure of what's happening right now. Also, I only brought that up because they're
0: written by the same author. Yeah, no, But it's, always, it's just funny because when I was, you know, thinking back about Saitama, I was like, this nigga had that goofy-ass bowl cut.
1: No, nah, Saitama looked pretty normal. He didn't have the bowl cut. It was it was um it was that goofy kid that hung out with him that had the gold cut. The fat kid had the bowl cut. Oh, with, with regular Saitama? Saitama with hair just looks like a regular anime character.
0: Okay, because I'm thinking about when he like when he was flashing back to when the crab nigga with the nipples came out. This is what Saitama with hair looks like. Oh yeah, no, that's not you're, a You're cut.
1: probably thinking of the little fat kid that followed him around. He had a bowl cut. But yeah, um, so
0: why do they put it on the character that's supposed to be the the comedy relief? I don't know. I mean I don't think anywhere
1: ever is ever considered bowl cuts to be cool. You feel mm. me? Like I, I don't really think Definitely that was not stateside.
0: Ever... <laughs> bowl cuts never got no respect stateside.
1: I don't think anywhere ever that's ever been a hallmark of someone to be cool. You know what I mean,
0: bro? There's just something to be said about a haircut that if I look at you from the back, you look like a penis. Like stop it, <laughs> stop it.
1: I man, it's a style that they like rocking, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, about that, but <laughs> no. I'm... So, yeah, no, back to uh, Blue-Eyed Samurai. Really super solid. Um, Yeah, just really interesting depiction. Like, it, it's so funny. Like, all, all the men in that show are fucking pieces of shit. Like, not a single one of them is redeemable. Even the, even the, um, like, the lovable sidekick is like, nah, you're, your dim-witted devotion is going to be the death of you, cleanly. <laughs> Like, clearly, your ability to be like, you're my new master, just on a whim, is not a good thing. Like, that kind of 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 shifting allegiances is, I don't think, meant to be depicted as positive. So I'm just like, dang, man. You know what I mean? Like, it's beyond—and and that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's beyond just having flaws. You know what I mean? Like, you could have flaws— and be a positively disposed character, but none of these people none of these these male characters felt like they had flaws they had they had a, a like irredeemable features that are just like that's that's a fundamental part of your character. That's not a character flaw, that's a character detriment. like that's what's gonna get you killed. you know what I mean people can live with their flaws, but certain things in your attitude or in your perspective on the world. Can result in you putting yourself in positions to die, and all of them had that inclination. They were, they all felt suicidal almost <laughs> in their stupidity. And I'm just like, mm, I guess, I guess that's how it almost looked from 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 that perspective, though. You know, from from a perspective of, of someone who doesn't have society organized around them in, in a positive way that doesn't have, you know what I mean? Everyone giving them the benefit of the doubt when they have to enter into the medical system. So it's like, yeah, I hear, I see it. I can see how that that perspective can be developed. It's not. I, I think it's just as delusional as men who consider all women as being uh, uh, dysfunctional rather than just flawed. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just as bad as when men do it. You know. It's hopefully at some point we can we can get some really good balance. And I feel like I feel like. Um, that, that's probably why it went so unnoticed with, with Demon Slayer for me, is because they she did find a, a balance there in how to portray Tanjiro as uh, flawed and and even some of the other uh, characters as flawed without being irredeemable. Like, they're not character; their flaws aren't their only feature. And a lot of the characters in, male characters in Blue-Eyed Samurai I would say their flaws are their main character feature, and that's that's just bad writing. You know what I mean? Like that's just an unfleshed out character. Um, but yeah, other than that, so Solid. music was amazing. By the way, sound design, ten out of ten on the sound design. Loved the audio that they that they did accompanying the show. Just really great fusion uh eastern music western music because and i and i think that the creator might be actually um western i'm not i'm not sure um but yeah great great music design just really top notch but yeah i recommend it definitely i I walk away from that with a with a strongly recommend but yeah uh yeah let's go ahead and uh move on from that let's jump into some of here these here topics and man so we we got a nice little variety of things to talk about today. Uh, I'll start out with um, the utter travesty that was Skull and Bones, which bad games get released and fly under the radar, and I don't waste time talking about them all the time. But there's something particularly egregious about Skull and Bones, and that's for two reasons. Um, the first reason being the utterly insane marketing rhetoric behind it. Um, I don't know if you heard this, but it was supposed to be slated. Uh, Yves Guillermo was like, this is going to be, this is going to launch the era of quadruple A. It's going to be, it's going to be the most supported, the best designed game. And of course, like someone like me and you, that's obviously a grift, like, and yeah. you have the greatest memory of all time, they right? They said
1: the same shit about the Titanic.
0: You know exactly. It's just when people overpromise. And like they also
1: said the same shit about Morbius. It was one of the greatest superhero yeah.
0: movies ever made, or some shit. Yeah, whatever it, the fuck. It's Stephen like King you said. don't have to be hyperbolic. Hyperbole is a bad marketing scheme to people with common sense. And so, the fact that they chose to 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 air that and not contextualize it any time um between when it was said and when that game released to me just shows the duplicity of of these people and and it's one thing when it comes from the marketing staff but when the CEO is up there doing that shit that's is it's not that's not his job like it's his job not to talk ill of the game sure maybe but it's not his job to lie about the game In public. Like, that's just crazy. Um, And the second big problem I have with this game is that this is Ubisoft's second foray into this genre of title. And they effectively made a worse game than they did 10 years ago. They debuted this genre of game Ten years ago. And couldn't... In that time... Advance on that game model... At all. And even worse so... Made features... Worse. They removed... Combat features. They removed... uh, uh, Interaction with the environment. They've made it... Significantly worse than the game they produced 10 years ago. It's not like, oh, you know, they were iterating on something that just came out and they took some risks. That's not what the fuck happened. They put out a successful version of this game already and took 10 years to strip away and make a worse version of a game that they already made that was successful. Listen, man, these studios, like as a consumer like no there's no there's no uh penalties for them to do that you're allowed to do that but as consumers we absolutely should not patronize that and that is the kind of behavior that we should at very least be willing to consider not purchasing their games through pre-sales and so forth, like boycotting pre-sales at very least, until they prove that they are not on their bullshit anymore. Because that is wild. That is utterly wild to make PR statements like that fully well knowing that you are actually making a worse game than you had prior. If even objectively just looking at the feature completeness of the title you couldn't even match the features of the title you produced 10 years ago it's not a feature complete title and to go out in public and knowing this and saying it's going to be the debut of quadruple a is it's frustrating because you know the people who hear this that it matters to are you know the the minority but still very powerful few ignorant financiers who don't understand hyperbolic rhetoric, and the vast amount of children who are listening to this who don't understand the industry and will hear that with no other context, look at Skull and Bones and be setting their expectations. Like, oh, no, this is Quadruple-A, that's what he said, who don't know better. And it doesn't take, you know, an unparented kid to make that mistake. And that's why I'm like, you know, just be more responsible about how you speak in public when you're speaking to such a large audience in an industry so heavily predominated by children. Like, it's just it's just malfeasance on the face of it. And that's what disappoints me the most about it. You know, it's not that even that they made a bad game. You know, at, at this point... I'm not begrudging these studios for making bad games, as long as they're taking risks in making those bad games. But when you make a bad version of something you already did right, it's not like, you know, Assassin's Creed Black Flag was, like, a not a well-received game. They knew that they had a hit with that formula. They chose to make some... That's when I start having a problem with it not because you produced a bad game, but because you did it on purpose. You purposely made a bad game, and that, to me, I think, shows a lack of respect for the consumer's time and money. And and, 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 and should... And now, you know, we talk about, yeah, there's it makes no sense in this day and age to have brand loyalty, and I understand that, but when... When the social atmosphere in our country is parasocial relationships. We can't obfuscate the fact that people are going to have brand loyalty because it's easy to create parasocial relationships with these icons that are constantly being shoved in your face through, you know, mass media and social media uh, uh, proliferation. So that's the you know what I mean? Like, like, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, we all need to be resilient and, and stuff like that, but it would be nice if these guys took seriously the responsibility they have as a CEO. Clearly I don't expect everyone in the in the corporation to operate that way, but at very least the CEO should operate on that level. That should be the understanding of 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 um operation, you know, for CEOs. You know what I mean? Maybe you know you don't hold game devs to that standard, but the CEO and the marketing directors, and the marketing managers should be held to that standard at very least. But, um, yeah, man, you know, fuck Ubisoft. I thought that they were gonna go to make dog food a long time ago. Them niggas need to stop making, like, they need to just stop. You know? They have certain teams dedicated to certain successful IPs. Let them do their thing. But the rest of this, that company is, is, is dog shit, man. And, and whenever an ip shows a slight slump they get shoved over to that side of the uh, of of the corporate operations and they just squeeze that shit and it, it's just ruining their games it's just ruining their games you know and and as you know someone who lives in a consumer society i don't want to see brands squander their productive value like that i don't want to see anyone squander any productive value like that like it doesn't it doesn't seem necessary. Like, yes, it might be a consistent way to make money, but it's not a necessary way to make money. It's not necessary. You know what I mean? You 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 could just take a low bunch of low buzz, budget, you know, rip-off assets and make a quality game under it and sell eight million in the first week. You could do that. That's a real thing with proof, you know what I mean? Like, and not everyone. Gains that kind of success. But not everyone follows the formula. What Pal World did, it w- wasn't fucking rocket science, my guy. They sold guns and sl- slavery with Pokemon models to a bunch of Americans. Like, they just they just read the numbers. Like, literally, you could figure that that, that, that organization of, of, of features and, and ideas, you could just look at data analysis and come up with that relatively easy you know what i mean you know now yes they did put some talent in design behind the depth of the the world building system um that they put in there but they had tons of time they didn't write a story you know what i mean like they they wrote the most vague of of outlines for a story and that's all they had to do so they had tons of time to make that so i'm happy you know what i mean but it just shows that if you budget your time right into the things that matter. You can make a good game and sell amazingly without having to oversell, without... They never lied once about that game. (laughs) They never had to. They said, we took Pokemon models and we made a a slave sim. Look what you can do. Literally, the marketing pitch was, give your Pikachu a gun and go enslave the other Pokemon to work in your factory. That was the pitch. You know what I mean? They just told the truth and then delivered on the truth that that they presented. I don't know. It just seems like so much of a more effective business model than lying to people and then not delivering. (laughs) Like, how is that an effective business model? Because they keep doing it.
1: Hey, man. Ubisoft has been shit for a long time, okay? Uh, The future you want for Ubisoft and the future Ubisoft wants for itself are in conflict with each other.
0: Facts, though. Facts. Because if they can get... If they can produce those... Uh, does, wait, does Ubisoft do um, God of War?
1: No, they do no, not. No. Thankfully,
0: um, what's there? So, there's this Sony Assassin's Santa Creed. Monica.
1: That's I don't even play Ubisoft games, so
0: I have no yeah, I idea I'm what they to, do. I'm like digging for which ones I've heard as talk far about it, Assassin's Creed. I know that
1: Assassin's Creed is the only thing that I've heard from them, and from from my understanding, they're getting worse as the series continues. So
0: yeah, and so yeah, you know, they need to just they just need to to. Either decide to actually make decent games or go self dog food like they were joking before, because you know I remember people were reporting on that. It was clearly a joke from the um from whichever um person in their their executive um offices that they they quoted saying that, but they might be better off because they got more credibility in the dog food market than they do in the uh in the video game market at this point. And and for good reason, you know, they squandered what they had in terms of, like, goodwill and, and desire for the public to see them succeed. Same way that Blizzard did, you know, like, listen, like, I don't ever want to see anybody destitute and without a way to support themselves. But you got to dance on Blizzard's grave. Like when you like when you see like oh we can't find we can't hire and we and our player base is like one percent of what it it was in the past it's like you can't help but dance on that grave you know what I mean and 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 I pray for the people well, I don't pray for nobody but I hope for the people uh, that work there that they land on their feet but that company was was bad it was bad for the industry it was bad for the people who consume their games and so yeah I don't you know uh, the, these these big uh, uh, developers need they just start realizing, man, ain't nobody got no time for that. Ain't nobody got no time to sign on for your fucking... There's too many situations in our lives where all of our hard work and efforts go to things that we don't want to to support that now our video... I, I think people, especially this younger generation, are not interested in that. They much rather patronize Steam Next Fest you know what I mean? Because those, you know, at least those are just individuals with, with who could possibly be shitty people. You know what I mean? Their reach and ability to hurt people is far less. And so if I'm going to spend my time and energy on something, at least they're making creative games. You know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. And and, and I'm here for it. I, I think that one of the worst things for the video game industry was uh, Wall Street finding out how profitable it was. Just like how they say like, man, you better hope they don't find oil in your country or else you might draw the attention of the wrong type of people. They found oil in the video game industry and they drew the attention of the wrong type of people. And it ruined the industry for a significant amount of time. And when I say ruined, I didn't, I didn't I'm not saying destroyed. It didn't wipe out the industry, but I believe that in terms of creative output, based on the, the the trajectory that these companies have chosen to go in, they've killed, like, a, a, sig- a significant portion, I would say, of the creative output that we could be undergoing if they chose to use a creator-based model of producing content. That's just my opinion, though. Um, but, yeah... Uh, seeing seeing how the the ongoing debacle of of skull and bones it just shows you know these these companies are on the the grift economy they're that's that's and that's not to say all video game studios but big video game studios they own the grift economy just like big uh movie studios just like you know most content creation uh 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 houses they've they've walked away from the desire to create content that pushes boundaries, which I get. it's not their responsibility to So I'm not, I'm not saying they're breaking the rules or anything. I'm just saying it's disappointing because they were the ones most capable of empowering people to make great shit. You know what I mean? Like it, it's just, it's just a waste of the resources that conglomerate in those spaces, you know? But yeah, uh, moving on from that, you know, Speaking of the the, the movie industry, uh, the Bob Marley movie dropped. Are you, are you interested? Are you going to check it out?
1: I wasn't planning to, but I just sort of heard about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I wanted to see it. I do want to see it. I was uh, very disheartened by the controversy around it. Um, I was unaware that between Bob's son's there was division between the sons from different mothers. Evidently Rita's children do not get along with the children from the other mothers. And so Damien is from one of is not one of Rita's children. And so this movie, One Love is actually a reference to the fact that this is a a love story about Bob and Rita. It does not. It's not about the revolutionary nature of Bob. It's not a a documentary. It's not a biopic. It's just a love story, told in that section of Bob's life when he was with Rita, mainly. Um. Which is could be a great movie. That is absolutely not the part of Bob's life I'm interested in. Bob's love life is literally the least interesting part of his life to me. Um, Bob had a different understanding of... The relationship between a man and woman... Than the women in his relationships than anybody else it was his own unique idea of how and i I wouldn't even say that it's a very african-centric idea that a man is welcome to as many women as he can support and as long as those women and children are supported well and they live good lives there's no qualms with a man supporting multiple families worth of women that's not popular in the West It's it's very unique And unfortunately Jamaica in the West <laughs> Unfortunately And so they, you know, as a British colony You know, that was frowned upon by a lot of A, a lot of his contemporaries um, But most of the women understood it Rita was actually the one who probably got it the least Unfortunately She gave him the most bat up about his 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 proclivities To be with other women despite him being very honest with her and never hiding or lying to her about it from what i understand from what i understand i obviously wasn't there um and so that was disheartening for me that took away because you know i you know you know when what i was really hoping for was a biopic because the, the tail end of bob's life is so fucking interesting because as he got more sick he became more fervent and energetic towards his goals in in unity and his performances in Zimbabwe and you know getting Siaga and Manly to to join hands and all of these things those that was the interesting part of Bob's life to me and this is all while the man is dying, riddled with cancer. You know what I mean? So you know I was I was hoping for that. That's what I was and, that, and knowing that I'm not going to get that. I don't want to go and engage the movie until I'm ready to see that kind of story. You know what I mean? So I, you know, because I, 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 I have a very, 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 very deep love for Bob in my heart. I was raised on his music, culturally speaking. I support ninety nine percent of 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 the of, of what he was saying. I think, as an individual, the impact he's had on the world at large. Not just through his celebrity, but just through the inspiration he has lent to people, the inspiration he's lent to myself. I have a very deep love for him, so I I I, do, I wanted to see something else. Not that there's any part of his life that's invalid, but that's just not what I'm interested in right now. It it doesn't it doesn't pique my interest. So that was that was part of um my my trepidation around it. It's like I they they first of all. I find it wild to tell a, a movie about Bob and not include Damien. You know what I mean? Like Bob and you know Damien knew Bob. You know what I mean? Like it was it wasn't one of those things. He was one of the few kids who did know his father to some degree. And so to not include him I think was was a rough one. Was a rough one. Um there's also the issue of like we don't know like um
1: like I was surprised this movie got made because I imagine Bob's, Bob's family is extremely protective over everything regarding his legacy. So I highly doubt a biopic would be produced of Bob in Hollywood. Like, I don't think they'd be able to get enough of the family's clearance to be able to do something
0: like that. Yes, which I, I believe that the is, is uh, Stephen has the rights now. So some of this stuff has fallen... I'm not sure how is this... Th- because, you know, Bob wasn't into that kind of stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. And even beyond, like, the rights. When I said rights, I wasn't actually referring to the actual copyrights. I'm, I was really more so referring to mm-hmm. the blessing of the family to mm-hmm. produce the picture. That is yeah. what I... I have a hard time seeing anyone in Hollywood getting that much trust from the whole Marley family to be able to make the, the real story. Well, you yeah, I think right?
0: that that's the, that was the issue, is that the... And... and this, and partially, it's exactly what you're saying is, is that this was a story that he got permission from the rest of the family to tell, because he couldn't tell the whole story, because then he would have to include yep. them, and he didn't want, you know, what I mean, it would have been. But if he's not gonna include them, then this is the part that that's relevant to you, so gone ahead. Um. So yeah, 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 you're absolutely right. Getting the the rights to Bob's whole life, especially given to the fact that over the course of his life, the rights to the music and things he was doing first fell under one recording label then another and then he got his own because it was like island entertainment and tough and he owned tough gong until he got he so he went through some some label um stuff before he realized oh this is the business i need to own this business and then tough gong entertainment which he, he owned i believe um so yeah it's probably difficult to get access to all that stuff um but yeah. And then, you know, and then the other leg of the controversy was um, they were coming at Kingsley because of his casting. You know, this is, Kingsley's um, repertoire stems from um, Bridgerton.
1: He and, was also in, um, man, probably shouldn't bring that up, but he uh, was also secret the villain Invasion. in Secret Invasion. Yeah.
0: Secret, which he also did really well in. Not for nothing. He killed his role. Javik?
1: Yeah, he's a great actor. He killed his role.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, he did exactly what they needed Javik to be, even if that wasn't what you wanted Javik to be. You know what I mean? Like I thought that Kingsley's performance was good, but um. And there's another
1: Marvel alumni in there too. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, who? What's her face's mom? I can never. I don't know her real name, but um, the the actress who plays Rita is also Captain Marvel in the alternate universe. Also, that's Photon's right. That's mother. right. You're
0: right. You're right. Um, she played Monica Rambeau, but yeah, I don't remember. Yes. Her. Um, I don't remember her name uh, the, of the actress, but yeah, you're right. She, so they they got they got top billed actors, You know what I mean? There was definitely some Jamaican artists whose whose reels looked real good, and it was a little bit of controversy around it. And I think Kingsley addressed it the best because people were upset with his casting, especially casting an English person as you know a, a Jamaican has its own historical issues. Stuff, stuff like that Understand, in, in my opinion It's understandable But he I think he As I said he, he addressed it really well He's like listen No I don't believe You should be taking Casting away from Jamaican artists But if the goal Is to get the best person And you open this up to A world casting You've put out the feelers You've contacted agents And you chose me That's 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 how the business works if you have an opportunity and they don't choose you 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 can attack their preferences all you want it's their preferences they have their right to them but i auditioned like everyone else not like they came to me and gave me the role that i would have turned down and that's where he kind of won me over i was like all right bless I I I I can only judge your performance on the the performance. Like all that ancillary stuff, it kind of don't matter to me no more. Because as long as you went above and beyond and you made sure that they casted widely before choosing you, and you auditioned w- against everyone else, yeah, man, yo, you yo, you can't get mad when you lose the game. You know what I mean? You can't get mad if you if you if you don't get the role. You know that it, it's. It's every man come in here to present themselves. I think Kingsley does look the part. It's not like they chose someone who didn't look the part. That would have been crazy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like casting Zoe Zaldano as, as Nina Simone is wild to me. It's crazy. Those women don't fucking look nothing alike. Like, not even close. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's egregious. No, but Kingsley clearly resembles Bob to a good degree. And then they're about to put the makeup on him. It's going to be a wrap. I fully will expect that man to be immersed. He said he put the work in. He studied Bob for nine months, consuming every recorded media of him, learning his cadences, learning his ideology. And then on top of that, he even said, you're going to have to let me interject into into the scripting because I don't want you guys having Bob say something that I know as someone who's going to become a Bob scholar that I know he wouldn't say. I mean, come on. We can't ask for very much more than that. Because, God forbid, they hire a Jamaican actor and they don't do that, and then they have him doing a whole bunch of fuckery. Then we're gonna say what? You know what I mean? For, for the warmth of getting a Jamaican actor, we didn't get somebody with a backbone who really made sure that the role was portrayed properly? Listen. I think that it's it's suboptimal, but not wrong. You know what I mean? Like, it would have been wonderful... To even get um Skip, yo Skip looked just like Bob, bro. <laughs> to the point where I I think I said it was Skip playing Bob. I thought it was Skip. See,
1: my old thing with fan casting is always this, right? My number one question: Can your fan cast act? Have exactly. you ever seen yeah. your fan cast
0: deliver a stellar performance? You feel me in, in the in the type of role we're talking about because you your fan cast might actually be good at what they do but can't do nothing else. You feel or you, can can they also handle the pressures of Hollywood,
1: nigga? Can you not handle everybody the pressures of can doing do that? Bob, see that's why it was that's like a huge. It was huge huge like way. the the same thing like when the whale came out. Like mm, you brought up mm. a similar thing and how people would be like, oh, they didn't cast a fat person, and I said the same shit. I'm like, hey, bro. That sounds like someone who has no idea how casting working works. Talking about that shit, you know what? I, because that's not how you cast people. You don't cast people based on that You cast them based on how well they're doing the piece as they're doing their performance. Not how the ideally. Oh well, we should get a specific fat person for this role because the role is a fat person. Or we should get a specific Jamaican person for this role because the role is Jamaican. Uh, that's wonderful, but can they also do all the other shit required of an actor of that level?
0: Big facts there's all of that and just based on and and just to reprise your whale um example again you know if they casted a fat person in that role they could have ruined that person's mental state because that movie was about the mental anguish of dealing with the ramifications of obesity and maybe maybe it's not healthy to put fat people through that and 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 i say it like there are different types of people but somebody who suffers from obesity I should you know just to phrase it properly I don't want to offend anyone but to to say hey I wish they would have just casted somebody who was that size it's like why do you want someone that size to have to go through that mental anguish cuz it's probably their life and they probably just want to play somebody who might be plus size but lives happy lives like you know like the psychological effects that these roles can have on people You know, I don't think that fandom takes that into account. You know what I mean? Like, it might not be healthy for people to be doing a lot of the things that you want them to be portraying on these screens. You know what I mean? And I actually care more about the mental health of the actors than than whatever art can be produced. That's not to say that, you know, some people in some very fragile places haven't made great art. I'm sure they have. I would have rather them get out of the fragile place, though. Just me. Because... If that wasn't... We would still fucking have Robin Williams. Full stop. Like, we can't keep on pushing artists to the brink. You know what I mean? And feeding off of that energy that's coming from their turmoil without acknowledging, like, hey, let's not do that to them. Let's not do that to them until they're ready to do it. Let's not force them into a position where that's all we want from them. But anyway, Sorry. That's a complete asides, because that that whole Brandon Fraser thing in the well, I thought about it. I was like, yeah, it would have been nice for representation, but it's like, you know, fuck that shit. I think about, like, how much—I don't watch slave porn. I don't, like—I don't watch, like, 12 Years a Slave. Like, I don't watch torture stuff like, like that, you know what I mean? Like, not everybody wants to subject themselves to that. And so you're talking about a minority population, so it's there's not a lot of people that can fill the, the role that meet your requirements to begin with, and moreover, you're wanting to not only find someone who can meet your requirements, but also wants to put themselves to that kind of mental anguish. Like, man, let Brandon Fraser play his role and get his fucking awards, dog. But um, yeah, no, it's only because that that that, that conversation went on for fucking ever, dude. People were complaining, complaining. It's like, yo, can you shut up? <laughs> For real, because I don't think that you're actually even interested in having a real conversation Mm-mm. about what's going on. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's 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 uh, the the Mar the Bob Marley movie. Back to to topic is is one that I definitely look forward to jumping into um, in the future. I'm disappointed in 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 that there was controversy around it. I'm disappointed in the section of the, his life that they chose to highlight. It's kind of like what the, you know what it is too. It's the same thing they did with Biggie's life in the Biggie movie. They just chose to focus on one part of his life that included, you know, the love story, the conflict. You know what I mean? And not the greater story of how a young chubby kid grew up to find his place in the world only to fall into the wrong crowd. And have his life take, You know what I mean? Like, that's what everyone wants... That I'm pretty sure that's what people wanted to see from the Biggie movie, but they wasn't given that, which is why I think the Biggie movie was terrible. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm sad to see that that's the trend of quote-unquote biopics. Um, I hope they go back to the more documentary style where they're talking about people's lives and not just hyper-focusing on one part where they can dramatize a lot of entertainment. But yeah. Um I'm definitely gonna give a better review of that um when I take the time to watch the movie though. But uh yeah. Moving on from that. Here we're gonna go ahead and we'll wrap up on this one because boy oh boy, let me tell you, you know, this guy Trump is on trial in what, three states? New York, Georgia, DC for all kinds of wild stuff. They've seen his attacks on the DA of of New York. They've seen how he's trying to undermine the judicial workings in, in D.C. But yet here we have the strongest case against Donald Trump, which is the election tampering case. Which he openly and very publicly recorded himself doing, you know what I mean? Like this is the open and shut case, the one that would really get him, and it's a federal charge. Like it's a, it's a federal, uh, 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 it's a federal um crime to to attempt to tamper with and or coerce votes. And now we have Miss Fannie Willis who is now being deposed in front of a grand jury. I think it was a grand jury. Because she has been having a uh, relationship with the special prosecutor that she hired to uh, look over the case. And it's just like, how, Sway? How, how, how? How could you lack the, the... I don't even know the I don't even know what what you're lacking when you sleep with the person you hire on a federal investigation. Like
1: you don't like balls, that's for sure.
0: Bro, you don't like winning, you don't like your job. Like she's going to lose all of her job. And this is the thing is like I can acknowledge very much though so that they're it's that double standards are bad and that We should try our best to not feed into them whenever we can. But there's a double standard at hand here. Where I guarantee you that that shit's happening all over Trump's legal team. People are being bribed, coerced, uh, extorted, all kinds of stuff. But they are afforded a level of of forgiveness that Fannie Willis is not going to be afforded. No one's going to look at her and say, you know, that's an improper relationship, but I think she has the moral character to not be swayed by that. The same way they let Hillary Clinton talk about, what do you think? People donate two hundred thousand dollars to me, and you think that changes my 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 thinking on on legislation? It's like, yes, bitch, <laughs> yes. I don't, but the vast majority of people believe that she's of a moral fiber because she's got the complexion for protection to say, nah, that's just normal shit, though. Nah, two hundred. She's an average, ordinary American, and $200,000 don't influence her. You know what I mean? They say stupid shit to themselves like that all the fucking time. But Fannie Willis is not going to be afforded the kind of... uh, 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 um, I don't even want to say forgiveness, but leeway to say, yeah, she's fucking that nigga, but that don't mean that he's not qualified. Because in all... Honestly, he is qualified. That's how he got their job. You know what I mean? Because, unfortunately, nepotism doesn't really work for black people that way. We don't get to hire our friends the way that white people get to just hire their friends who have no credentials. Anytime I've recommended you or somebody else that I've known for a job is because I've been able to trust that you're going to operate within the confines of that job with a decorum that is at least similar to my own. You know what I mean? So it's not like we get nepotism to just bring on our friend. No. She might have been fucking that nigga, but they wasn't going to hire him based on her recommendation. They weren't trying to look for any ways to, 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 to disqualify him, and they couldn't. That's why he got the job. But she should know that none of that matters in the eyes of people who are looking to discredit you. So now she's over here. She's caught fucking this dude. She's being deposed and trying to continue down this road of acting like she don't know she's a black woman and being haughty with the court. Listen. Listen. I have all respect for 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 black women. I have no problem with how they choose to talk to 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 individuals um in their private life, but no one should be being deposed and being haughty with the fucking judge and the fucking uh 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 interviewer. It has nothing to and it looks even worse when you are part of the demographic that is least respected in this country. It's like, come on, dog, I get it. None of that is fair. But if you're going to beat the system, you got to navigate the unfairness of it. It just is what it is. I don't agree with any of those things that they should exist. But you're lying only to yourself if you think that they don't exist. Or if you think that your obstinance is going to push them out. I get it, man. I get it. you got to push boundaries. But can I just throw out there that I don't think... That the time to push boundaries is when you are under federal investigation. I don't know. I might be stupid though, but I'm pretty sure the time to push your social boundaries and 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 move the the move the overton window uh, uh, uh on social progress. there's a lot of times to do that when you are being deposed for for for. An improper relationship, in, in your, that's not the time. Does that sound crazy? Does it, Am I oppressing black women by saying that? I don't know. Hey, man, I don't know her or what kind
1: of sway or pull she got. You know what I'm saying? I, I often look at people and say, hey, I wish I had that person's confidence. I have no idea where it come from. I couldn't begin to tell you. Bruh. All I can say is that I wouldn't go up there and do that. But, you know, I'm just me. Maybe she knows something <laughs> I just don't. Just you. <laughs> Maybe she knows something I don't, I don't know. It's just it's just She wild. got that she got the swag for it, you know what I'm saying?
0: And and honestly, I would typically be on the um side of bold strategy kind, let's see how it works. But if you nigga, you are carrying the biggest strongest case against Donald Trump on your back right now. This ain't the time. It's just not the time. I'm just so disappointed. I'm just like, ah, why? Why right now? Like, like, you know, we can walk and chew bubblegum at the same time, but you you doing a lot trying to change the 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 perspective of this court on your behavior. While at the same time maintaining credibility, while you prosecute a man that's as slippery as a motherfucking alligator gar, bro. These motherfuckers. This motherfucker knows how to get out of shit. I don't know if you ever tried to 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 grab one of those an alligator gar when you're fishing. The shit you can't grip it. It's like an eel. You know what I mean? Like it's a it's it's a fucking it's it's a it's an insurmountable task to say the least. But, boy, man. It's like, of all the cases to tank, this is... And 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 not for nothing, she might have got her bag. She might have got her bag, to be honest. Because, you know, I wouldn't put it past. That's the unfortunate byproduct of using black people as representation in, in, in all of these high places, is that we're susceptible. We're not in a position to where... We don't take those things as a people. Statistically, if you just pick a, you know, a black person out of a group of 100, in all likelihood, they could use the extra money. <laughs> so the idea that you think that she is going to pass up a big bag so that she can get Donald Trump off the street when the opposition is putting people like Biden, you know what I mean? Like, okay, you get Donald Trump out of, out of the paint, and now you give you know, you you strengthen democratic candidates, and who are they putting up? Biden, man, let Trump take that shit over, man. Fuck this shit. Let that nigga go. Yeah, I could see her making that 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 uh, analysis. She could just
1: as she could just as easily be pinned down too. You know, what I mean, as you're saying, she's going after Trump, right? Mm-hmm. He's one of the persons in this country with like the most fanatic fan base ever. So mm-hmm. you got enemies everywhere. So it's Act very like guys, possible. There's
0: another thing. It's like, you notice know niggas' peoples are crazy, bro. So yeah.
1: it's very possible that, you know, somebody got enough information on her and it doesn't matter what she does at this point. It doesn't, you know... And that could, it, be, it that could fix be why she's it. responding so she's the way just, she is. Yeah, so she's just being obstinate because it doesn't yep. matter what she says. They've, they've already played a, a, a much better play that she can't reverse at this point. So there's no point in both losing and also losing face to these douchebags that's
0: too funny because when you frame it like that i absolutely support her doing that when, it, when that if that is the the uh, if that is the metric is that if if it is the case that she she got checkmated and she's just making her last moves because there's no other moves for her to make and she's choosing obstinance I do support that, actually. <laughs> yeah. Like, nah, 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 nah. Never submit when you know that it's like, death either way. Like, you
1: ain't about to beat me and embarrass me exactly, in front of everybody nah, up here. B. Fuck all that. Nope.
0: You get one you or the get, other. You pick one, nigga. Get, That's for either sure. either get my honor or my life. sure. don't for get both. Sure. <laughs> That's nah, for sure.
1: she's mad hardy on that stat, bro. You, like, did you see the clip? <laughs> yeah. Bro,
0: it was... Yo, she's I was mad, like, I'm so not stand, mad at her, sir. but at the same time... I don't think you're just going to end the it's way like, you think yo. it
1: is. Like, I'm not used to seeing black people be that brazen in court. In court.
0: In court, nigga. Oh.
1: I thought as black people, we all knew that, like, the court will throw your
0: fucking life away. Oh, it's a unspoken rule. You in really? our community, yes. if you had parents, they explained yeah, to you. Yeah, that should will throw that. your life away fast. Just don't encounter the court system if Pretty you can much. help it. If you can help it, just don't encounter it. But, yeah that is what it is so uh, yeah we'll go ahead we'll wrap up on that good luck to Fannie Willis man uh, I really hope that you know this play works out for you um, I hope it doesn't tank the prosecution of uh, Donald Trump because there's something, something's gotta stick on this nigga something's gotta stick I refuse to believe that this nigga is Teflon I refuse <laughs> but alrighty guys if you enjoyed the show please feel free to subscribe you can find us on patreon.com and on anchor.fm You can also find us on the social media on Twitter at Korea underscore T and at Home Heron. You can also find us on Instagram at Heron's Home Podcast and at Heron's Homies. And you can find me on Instagram at Rico GVO. And always remember, guys, time's only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly will learn from. Thanks again for joining us and have a great one. Peace out. Take it easy.